It's time to talk money, honey. Pull up a chair. You're going to want to take some notes. We have Regina Tanvi, the financial planning expert with over a decade's worth of experience, nominated for Women in Advice Excellence and Best Leader in Business. It's Money Talk with Reg. Hello, Money Talkers. Welcome to podcast number eight. We're going to talk about whether we should save, pay off debt or invest with our money. And this has been brought on by a very common question that I get asked by a lot of clients who are not quite sure where they should be sending their money or or telling their money where to go to really get them ahead in life. This is brought to you from a rainy Saturday Easter afternoon in Gladstone. I hope you're having a wonderful long weekend. I've just baked some creamy chicken and veg pies. Delish. Right, moving right on into what should we do with our money? And look, the answer is it really depends. As always, it depends on your personal situation. When we're talking about whether we should save, pay off debt or invest, if we can do all of the above, then do it. (laughs) But first and foremost, as a fundamental um, consideration is, have you got savings in the bank? Have you got, look, ideally three to six months of living expenses is probably, um, you know, the best way to go with the savings. And that just means that if something happens to you, if you lose your job, if you lose your income um, or your ability to earn an income or, you know, an emergency happens, you have a buffer there, which you can use cash savings to um, pay for um, flights, um, say, if, you know, if you had to go see a family member, all of a sudden um, it pays for a bit of veterinary bills, potentially an emergency, potential medical help for you or a family uh, member. It just means that if something happens that you have cash there, so you don't need to use borrowed funds, you don't need to use credit, no payday loans, don't need to borrow money off family members to help you out. So first and foremost, we want to make sure that you do have a good savings buffer. Second of all, um, it depends what sort of debt you actually have. So do you have a home loan that potentially is sitting at, I mean, if you take out a new home loan, it's potentially sitting at less than 2% interest. Do you have consumer debt? So that's credit cards, car loans, um, personal loans, and they they potentially could be anywhere from, look, 5 to 20 or above percent interest. So what type of debt do you have? Uh, Consumer debt and lifestyle debt is considered not as great debt or bad debt, although I don't like using that word, but... It just means that it's not creating a deductible expense for us. Um, It's not creating any income for us. And really, it's just sucking the life out of our hard-earned cash. So if you have credit card debt, you would want to make sure that you have a little bit of your savings under control or a lot of your savings under control. Um, Some people would even say instead of having three to six months living expenses in the bank, start with a couple of thousand so you've got something there. And then depending on the size of your debt, it does vary greatly, but potentially putting the rest of that, um, you know, the leftover money that you've got week to week or fortnight to fortnight or month to month goes into paying off that credit card until it's completely gone. Because 
it doesn't matter how much money you have in savings. If you have money in the bank at the moment, which you're probably getting like 0.1 to 0.3% maybe, um, potentially there are some special interest offers for different bank accounts. But if we said you're going to get 0.3% on money in the bank and you're paying 20% interest on a credit card uh, that's maxed out, obviously your money is going to work much harder going towards that credit card than it is sitting in the bank. Obviously, we don't want to sell yourself short. You want to make sure you've got a bit of a buffer there so your bills are paid. But if you can get rid of your consumer debt, whether that's you know your credit card, car loan, um, payday loans, zip, um, afterpay, even though Zip and Afterpay don't necessarily have um, a huge interest rate um, or I don't think Afterpay even has an interest rate. It's just really fees. But ultimately, um, getting rid of them and closing those accounts is going to help you form better financial habits and better daily habits and not relying on credit to fund your lifestyle purchases, particularly if you have some not so great behavior and habits around spending money you don't have. So debt. Look, if you are completely adverse to debt and want to pay debt down as soon as possible, I'm not going to stop a client or someone doing that and say that's the wrong thing to do. However, when we compare how hard your money is going to work, let's just say you've got your three to six month living expenses in the bank. Fantastic. You are good to use any surplus income to go to any other strategy right now. So the debt, if you've got a home loan and that's sitting at 2% or below or around that, that point, you know, that potentially um, putting money into your home loan or offset account is going to save you, you know, that 2% interest. Whereas if we start looking at investing, investing lots of diff- in lots of different assets has lots of different returns. But for example, if we invested in um, shares or a managed fund and we were potentially getting 7 to 8% return on that investment, and that we're invested for the long term, so you know, seven to ten years plus, your money is going to create much more wealth um, via income and growth and compound interest by working hard in an investment versus putting your money into your offset or redraw in a home loan that's going to save you two percent. So just for some compounding interest calculations, I just did a quick um, calc for you. If you this is um, compounding interest only. It doesn't take into account growth. Um, $500 per month over 10 years at 0.3%, you're going to gain uh, $901 in interest. And your total savings over 10 years would be $60,901. If you take that up to 2%, um, and if you reverse engineer that, you know, looking at mortgage, $500 per month over 10 years, the interest saved would be $6,360. And you would technically, potentially, depending on what's going on, um, interest rates probably going to change over 10 years, but um, around $66,000. Whereas if we invest our money at $500 per month over 10 years, the interest that we accumulate on a 7% return is $26,542. And that brings our money to $86,542. So when we're talking about breaking down the compounding interest, obviously the investing side of things is going to make your money work harder. From the debt reduction side of things, consumer debt, um, you know, if you're looking at 10, 15, 20, 25% interest rate, there is literally no investment that 
is stable, uh, rated and researched, that is going to give you that level of return year in, year out. So when we break it down that way, it actually makes more sense to pay your bad debt out and then look to invest. Unless you're going through um, the home loan scenario and if you don't have consumer debt and you've just got a home loan, um, and it depends on what your goals are, if you are purely there to pay off your home loan you and you have 10, 20 years to pay it off, if you're investing your surplus money and you've got savings and you've got everything else under control, your money is actually going to grow at a much more rapid rate and the end result of that money is going to be far greater. So another strategy is instead of paying down the mortgage in little bits and pieces each month is actually invest that money. And then when you get to the 10-year mark, you'll actually have a lump sum that you could potentially pay your home loan out. Obviously, this all depends on timing, what you're invested in, your risk profile, um, whether you are, um, well, if you're not near retirement or if you're nearing retirement, some of these strategies might not work. So you get the gist that potentially it depends on your situation. But as a general rule, if you can save three to six months living expenses, pay off any of your consumer debt that's, you know, that 10, 10% plus interest rate and then look to invest, um, you know, it, that's really is going to make your money work as hard. I hope that's helpful. Um, that is a really quick summary. At the end of the day, it does depend on what your goals are, um, what you're trying to achieve, um, how you feel about debt, how you feel about investing, lots of different things that we uncover with clients. And it is really a personalized um, strategy that we discuss and set out. So make sure you seek advice. Thanks for listening, guys. My mum, Regina Tambi, is an authorised representative of Morgan's Financial Limited. AR number 00123-4469, AFSL 2354-10, ABN 49010669726. The information in this podcast is general in nature for education purposes only. You should seek your own personalised advice before making any financial decisions. Spoken by Scarlett T. 2021.